Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show and welcome back to another Mastermind Monday where you get to hear from members inside the CEO Society Mastermind and what they are working on, what they've accomplished, kind of hear from their area of expertise and what they really love offering and doing for their clients and their business, and then hear about their experience inside the mastermind. I don't know about you, but every time I'm thinking about making a new investment or investing in my business or um, stepping into a new program, it really helps me to hear from people who have been there and done that, have um, experienced that and what they have learned and gained from being inside that. So that is our goal from this Mastermind Monday episode is for you to hear from Allison and to hear her journey on how she felt completely stuck before joining the mastermind and how she's finally found her thing that really lights her up that she's so excited about and the wins and successes that she's had from being a part of the mastermind. Allison is actually going to continue on for a second round because we still have a ton to accomplish with her and I'm so excited to continue to support her. So if you decide that the CEO Society Mastermind is the right fit for you and you wanna jump inside, you will be joined by Allison as well. She is amazing, she is so kind, she is so sweet, she's super fun to be around. I can't wait to officially be with her in person when we head to our in-person retreat in Florida in just a few short months, but I'm super excited for you to hear all about her business and her journey inside the mastermind. So without further ado, let's go ahead and go meet Allison. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to just take a moment to say, where the heck did 2022 go? If you're feeling anything like me, you're like, where did this year go? I didn't get anything that I wanted to accomplish. And you are looking forward to a new year, new slate, new you. My husband is probably secretly laughing over the fact that I use that cliche saying, but it is so true. There is something about a new year starting where you feel so energized and motivated to tackle the year strong, to have all those goals and all those things that you set for yourself for the previous year really come to life. But my question to you is, is anything different from where you were last year? 
what is going to be the thing that's actually going to make it so that your goals don't just collect dust in your notebook, on your journals, and actually come to life. I am so excited to share that the doors to the CEO Society Mastermind are officially open again, and we are accepting applications for our winter 2023 cohort. I launched this mastermind in July of 2022, and I was so excited to bring this type of container to my community. And let me tell you, I have been blown away by the results that the women inside of this round of the mastermind are achieving. And I have just been so humbled and honored to walk alongside them and to share in their successes and their wins. We have seen so much growth come out of just a few short months of working together, and we still have some time left together, but I am so excited to offer this opportunity to you. If you are somebody who is looking for not only the momentum and the strategy and the action plans to make your goals come to life, but you really want to have a solid community around you to support you, hold you accountable, and to make sure that it actually happens, and it's not just something that you'll say next year, well, I wish I would have done this, then I invite you to apply to be a part of the CEO Society Mastermind. This has become one of my favorite programs to launch and to have people come inside because we keep it super tight knit, super exclusive so that we can actually get under the hood of each person's business, that you don't feel like you're just a number, that you're just a part of another course, that nobody cares about the success of your business. I truly pour my heart and soul into this because I want the success for you. I want you to make your goals a reality just as much, if not more, than you do. The women that we had a part of the previous round are just blowing my mind with the results that they've had. And I know the impact that this will continue to have on their business even after the fact. And I know that this is something that I would be remiss if I didn't invite you to apply. So if you have been looking for a way to grow and scale your business, but you're not really sure what to do, you feel like you don't know what to do when it comes to raising your rates, to refining your packages, to launching any passive products for your business so that you can not work all the hours. If you want those solid foundation system so that your business can work in the background and you can actually shut down your laptop at the end of the day and feel like your business is going to survive and thrive, then you need to apply to be a part of the CEO Society Mastermind. This is application only, and we are accepting applications through the middle of January. So I would encourage you to apply now because once our spots fill up, those spots are gone. We do not keep this open for everybody to come into. We keep this small, and once spots are filled, we are going to shut down the doors and not accept any more applications. I had so many people who were bummed that they missed out on the last round and they wanted to make sure that they join. So we have people who are already applying. So I would not delay. You can go check out all the information on what's included in the mastermind, who it's for, if this is a right fit for you, and then you can apply as well. So head to aubreymalek.com forward slash CEO society mastermind. That's all one word, and I will link it in the show notes for you as well. But if you feel like this is a right fit, if you have been waiting for the doors to open and you want to apply, just head to aubreymalek.com forward slash apply, and you just fill out that quick form, and then we will get back to you within 24 to 48 hours to take those next steps to see if this is a right fit for you. If you have been looking for a sign, if you have been looking for a chance to grow and scale your business, definitely 
apply. I am so excited to welcome all the new members inside and to really kick off the year 2023 with a bang inside of our CEO Society Mastermind. All right, let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey, Allison, welcome to the podcast. I'm so, so excited to have you on today. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, I can't wait to dive into your story and for our listeners to hear about your business, your journey, and where it is today. But before we do that, I would love for you just to give a little background about who you are, um, your family, and what you do now. All right. Um, I am first a mom and a wife. I have three kids. Luckily for me, mine are all school age, so I get the quiet time when I'm at home, and I'm loving that. Um, I am from Texas, so we do not have the winter weather that everybody else is getting to enjoy right now, but that's okay. Um, Before I started my business, I was in education for... 18 years total, but in the classroom for 15 years. And throughout my teaching journey, I actually tried leaving a couple of other times, but I just did not know what to do. Um, So I am your typical keep trying until I find it. And when I don't, I went back to what I knew best, which was teaching. And I would last about six or seven years each time. And this last time, I just knew that I wanted something more. I think COVID did me in. I think just I wanted that freedom. I felt like I was giving all of my time to, as much as I loved it, other people's children. And when I came home, I didn't have anything left for my own. And so I just started really trying to figure out what else could I do? Um, I had tried the t-shirt business before back when vinyl became really popular. I tried, well, the first time years ago, I tried medical transcription and which is kind of ironic because I listen to podcasts now, but I was listening to doctors. And if you've ever seen their handwriting, that's how they speak. Could not do it. So I went back to teaching. And so this last time I just finally said, I have to figure out something that gives me that freedom, that gives me time to do what I want with my family, and also something that I truly enjoy. And so I think like a lot of teachers who have left, I Googled how, or jobs for teachers, I think is what I did. And I landed on podcasting or podcast, and they just kind of helped me figure out the virtual assistant role. And I'd heard of freelancing, but I really didn't know what it was. And so the more podcasts I listened to, I was like, I want to do this. I can see myself going far with this. And that's what I want to do. So I took a course and then that's kind of where I stalled. I did not know what it was I wanted to do. I kind of went against what you're taught and just get started. (laughs) And I kept holding out. I did not know. I think I was just so indecisive. I wasn't sure I wanted to do all of the things. I did get a first client that first month and I still have that same client today. We don't do very much. It's more project-based, but I just kind of really took my time getting my business started. But I think where I got stuck was the indecisiveness. So it was interesting when you were talking because I had literally just, I saw something on Facebook last night. I don't really get on Facebook much other than to be in my communities, but I saw this 
post that popped up that one of my friends had shared, but it was about this mom and like the title of it was three hours. And it was about how that's how many hours a day she got to spend with her child. And she's like, you know, half of that time was like getting dinner ready and doing all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it just, it breaks my heart that that like, that that's a reality for some people. And that, because it's not for everybody. Some people, I, I have friends who they look at me and they're like, I could never do that. Like, I love going to my job. I love getting out of the house. Like, I love that routine, which is fine. But for some moms who just feel like they don't want only three hours with their kids, but they feel like that's all that is available to them. It's just so heartbreaking that that is the reality for some people. And it really like touched me. And then I, of course it's like, well, should I, should I message her and tell her like about freelancing? But I, <laughs> I know that's not like, yes, do not it. my place. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not my place, but yeah, I just like, I, I thought about that too. And you know, like our, our kids are eventually going to get older. You have older kids now too, but just the freedom to be able to like, even now, like for you, like you're, you can take them to appointments. You could go and do things at their school next week. It's my youngest son's birthday. And so like, I'm going in and I'm going to be the helper for the day. And I could have never done that. And I say that like almost with air quotes because I could have, but Mm -hmm. I would have felt extremely guilty. I would have felt like, well, I can't leave my classroom and I've got to save my days for, you know, something more important and then worry about sub plans. And then also worry like, well, are my kids going, are they going to stay on track? Because you felt like you had to stick to this like schedule in order to get all the content in before state testing. It was like all these things that I just was like, well, it's easier, not that I want it, but it's easier just to stay in the, stay in the classroom, not take that day. Um, so how has that transition, that piece of it been for you as a mom now that you're no longer the teacher in the classroom and you have that flexibility? Oh my gosh. It, that, what, all what you just said is, that is exactly the way it was. I never got the first day of school because my husband did that because that's, I mean, I had to greet my own new students and never, I did every now and then I would get someone to cover so I could go to a party. But of course all the kids knew who I was. So it was like, I was more of a distraction than a parent, but it has been so almost freeing to know that when I want to schedule an appointment, you're absolutely right. I don't have to worry about, okay, is it during a school day? Is it, I mean, cause all teachers know sometimes you have to guess or, wonder, is it worth making sub plans for what you want to take off for? Um, Waking up early in the morning when you're sick going, okay, how sick am I? (laughs) We've heard before, am I sub plan sick or am I sick sick? But that has been so nice knowing that, you know, I still try to not make appointments during school hours, but if I need to, I can. And for my kids, And it's just, I mean, mine are older. My oldest is 14 and I have twins that are 10. And so that was very hard when they were younger because I couldn't, it was very hard to turn off teacher brain and mom brain. You know, you come home from school and you're exhausted from the day, but yet you have kids that need to do homework and you have, they need help or they want to go do something or, and you're just so tired because you're trying to debrief and whatever you call it when you're trying to just basically calm down and you're trying to be there and it's hard and you're right. It's when you get home and if I stayed after for a meeting or if I was planning and then you get home and your kids are almost hours away from going to bed and getting dinner ready. I mean, I don't know how many times it's like, okay, we're getting dinner just so we have time. So I don't have to cook, but 
it has been so nice to know that my time is my time. And if they get home from, I go and get them off the bus and I can spend hours with them. Or if they just want to go do what they want to do, I can go back to work if I want to. So I've really enjoyed that freedom. And just knowing that as much as I loved parts of teaching, it was very, you know, this is more freeing, I guess. And that was what I was looking for. Yeah, absolutely. I, I and I, it's like it's so hard because we know our kids need teachers, but I'm like I don't know, I don't know what what the fix is. I don't know what it would take um, because I mean, think about our mastermind. Like we have a lot of former educators in there, and I just I, again I don't know what the fix is going to be. What what needs to change in order to make it so that teachers don't feel that way. Um, because it's just, it's, it's sad and it's hard because we go into teaching with that teacher heart and wanting to make that difference. But I also do believe that we don't, like, I, I'm sure you thought of this too. It's like, well, I'm going to be a teacher and uh, I'll have summers off with my kids. I'll have all the breaks off with them. Like I'll, you know, my, my, husband's oh, yeah. like, well, it's that, like it's that like eight to three schedule. Like you can't beat that. Um, and he's a school counselor. So he, he actually like, he can do that. Like, He's, you know, the eight to three and right. there's, I mean, there's some stuff that can't you like he has to do during the day, but he has the time to, to do that, to get that stuff done. But like for, I remember it was like, it's never like that. Like you were almost looked at if like, if you're, so like, I remember my last job was seven thirty to three ten, And that year was like kind of my, that year that I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going in early. I'm not staying late. I'm not doing this anymore. Like I want more than the hours that I, you know, have with my son. Like I, I don't want to just like go home. And so I was very much like, I'm going to get there at seven 30 and I am leaving at three ten. Like, and I was, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't doing my job, but I was very much like I'm utilizing the time that I have at school to get what needs to get done, done to do my job, to be, you know, to be there for my students. But then I'm going to clock out and I'm going to be like, I am done. And people would look at you funny. It was almost like a race. Well, I mm-hmm. was here at 630 in the morning and like it was still dark outside. And I'm like, well, good for you. The first car in the parking lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like that was like a, a badge of honor people wore. And I don't know. I don't know if it's like this. I guess maybe because we are starting to realize that there are more options available to us um, and that we can – we don't have to do that. Like what, I guess, like what our parents have done, like, you know, like that you just get the job and even, even if you hate it and even if it sucks the life out of you and like, you have to work, you have to get that paycheck. Um, and it's just nice to know that there are other options out for us that even can speak more to like maybe where our passions were, which is so great for you that you have found that with podcasts. So I want to talk about that transition for you because when you and I first connected and first started talking about what was going to be that thing for you. I, I I actually loved that you were you wanted to be decisive because I think that's a really great way to scale quickly. And it's not the path for everybody. Some people need to get like their feet wet and, and try a couple things. But I love how you were like, I want to be decisive. I want to just do one thing. I don't want to have to try to split my attention. But when you when we first got connected it wasn't going to be podcast management for you. It was going to be something different. So do you want to like talk about that um, transition for you? Sure. It's kind of funny that you said I'm so decisive because I feel like I'm the most indecisive person ever, (laughs) Um, especially with food. But I was very, 
I don't know what it was, but I, you're right. I wanted something and I wanted it now. <laughs> like I wanted to get there quickly. And do I recommend it? Maybe not, but would I change it? Probably not either. Um, I started off very slow. I knew taking a course that I wanted to, well, I started in May. So I wanted to finish the school year. We had state testing. And so that was just a very hard time. And when I first went into it, I, you know, in any of the courses you take, they teach you all of the different areas you could go into, but most of it is to just get started. And that's with virtual assisting and testing out the waters and just seeing what it is you like. I wanted to find something that I enjoyed because even though I was a teacher for so long, it got to a point where I just didn't enjoy it and my heart wasn't in it. And I didn't feel like that was fair for the students or myself. And like you said, our parents, they stayed in jobs, even though they hated it. And I didn't want to be like that. I sat down and looked at how long I had to retire. And when I realized I still had 16 years, I was like, um, no. Mm -hmm. So I was really focused on finding something that gave me this freedom, but that I also enjoyed. And so I started looking into lots of different things. I think when we first started, I think I was even talking about copywriting, but I landed on Dubsado setups. And although I loved it or liked it, I guess I should say, it wasn't really lighting me up. And I think that that's when we first started the mastermind. And I remember sitting there one day and I had, I worked on a Dubsado account and it came naturally to me. It, I think that's why I chose it because it was easy, so to say. But when I went to go market myself, it just didn't feel right. I just didn't feel like, hey, choose me, do this because I love it when I really didn't love it. And so I remember we were on a call and I think actually Chelsea was the one that said, do a brain dump. And we laughed because my brain dump was like four pages long. <laughs> and so it was more, we call it a brain journal. And I just looked through every course I'd taken, everything I had even considered. And the very first thing I had ever considered was podcast management. And the reason is because I was on a court, uh, no, yes, I was in a training and Lauren Wrighton was doing a, just, it was a training video on editing an episode. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do that. And I remember signing up for her course, but I think because I was so new, it was like my first month, it was overwhelming mm -hmm. and I hadn't had a client yet. And so I, I just stopped. And so fast forward, what, four or five months later, and we were starting to talk about it. And I started thinking, because I, I had started talking about how I would love to have a podcast one day. And I remember we, I wasn't ready for that yet. And I started thinking, well, why do I love podcasts? And it's because I learned so much from listening to podcasts. And I think that's what I enjoyed about teaching is being able to teach, but it, obviously teaching in a way that you're structured and things like that. I want to teach on my own terms. <laughs> And so the idea of podcasts was just something that lit me up. And I thought, you know what, how amazing would that be to help podcasters with their shows or just let people know how podcasts can help reach so many people like it did me. I would have never known anything about virtual assisting or, I mean, you can read about it, but it was honestly listening to podcast episodes from multiple people. And it's like, you listen to one, it's like a domino effect. You find somebody on one and then you go to the end. I think that's how I found you. And so it was just one of those things where I was like, that's what I want to do. And it just hit me. And I remember getting on our Voxer chat and I was like, guys, I don't want to do Dubsado anymore. And it was like all these questions. And I finally just said, this is what I want to do. And so I went back 
I already had Lauren's course and I went through it and I don't know, maybe you can help me with the timeline, but a month later I had three clients and it's just, it feels right. And so that's what I was looking for. And it took time and I went many months without an income, but I knew in my heart that I wanted to find something that lit me up. And so all I can say is just keep trying until you find that thing. Could I have found it sooner? Maybe, but I don't know. I, I think the path that I took was just the one that was meant for me. Yeah. It, and it was, it was less than a month. I remember we were on one, we were oh, on gosh. our office hours call and you and I had had our one-on-one where we, you had, you had gotten through most of the course. Like you were ready to start putting yourself out there. You had your packages ready and we were talking about, okay, like what are those actual paths going to be for you to start putting yourself out there? And then we had an office hour call and you were like, I have those three clients. And I looked back and it was less than a month. Um, so that, that is another indicator that you're on that right path. But I think there's an important lesson in that. Like you said, could I have found it sooner? Yes. Like, I think we can all look back on different things and say like, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Like I, you know, I wish I wouldn't have spent all the money that I spent on college just to get a degree that I guess, quote unquote, I'm not currently using in the way that it was meant to be used. But that journey and that path, it's, it's all a learning process. And sometimes you have to try, like it's, it goes back to that phrase of like, you got to kiss some frogs before you find your prince. <laughs> right. You might have to try some things and be open and willing to leaning into things that that might be calling you because sometimes you don't know until you know, like until you actually got in and started doing that and realizing like, yeah, I can do this. And yes, I'm good at this. And sure, I could offer this, but do I actually enjoy it? And I think that's one of the beauty, the beautiful things about having your own business is that like, you actually don't have to do things that that you don't enjoy. Like a lot of us have had jobs where sure there were parts of our jobs that like lit us up. We loved, like we would do that, you know, over and over again. But then there were other parts where like, I do not want to sit through another meeting. I do not want to have to input grades. Like I do not want to have to have parent teacher conferences, like all those things. But like, you know, when it comes like, I just want, like you hear teachers say all the time, like, I just want to teach. Like I just actually want to teach and all the other crap that comes along with it. Like I don't want to do. So when you have your own business, that's what we want to strive for and, and allowing yourself to go through that process and not be so hard on yourself, um, is, is something too. Cause like I said, you, you might not have known that until you actually got started with it. And, um, it was great because you had the mastermind to have, you had Melanie in there that was like, Hey, I need my Dubsado set up. So it was kind of a really great win-win for both of you. You, you got that experience and you could say like, yeah, this is, this is just not lighting me up. Like I thought it would. And Melanie got her, she got her course set up. I mean, her account. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, okay. So I agree with you too on podcast. That's where I started too. I did the whole Google search. I did the Facebook deep dive and I landed on podcast too. And Honestly, the only podcasts that I had listened to before were true crime podcasts that I, I actually, I, I didn't even think I thought they were podcasts. Like, I think I thought they were like radio shows or something. Right. I don't know. But then it was like, once you get in this world of podcasts, it's like, oh my gosh, pretty much anything I want to like know more about or learn about, I can go into my podcast app. I can search it and find things that will help me. Like I've, I've done that so many times, not even business-wise. I did it when we were getting our new puppy and I found a puppy training podcast. And so I listened to podcasts <laughs> because it's such a great way 
to learn. So um, now you're offering podcast management and I'm so excited for all the things that you have coming up. Uh, Why are you so passionate about people launching podcasts and getting started with podcasts as a way to market their businesses? I think just in general, it just reaches so many more people and it goes on a level so much more than a story or a quick reel or even a post because having a conversation, even if you're just talking to yourself, you are able to show your personality more. And just, I think I just related with the podcast host so much more and it was more of a way to show authority. Maybe they didn't really even know what they were talking about, but they sure made me feel like they did. And it's just a way to get that message out there and to just be able to show up consistently. I was able to know that, oh my gosh, I learned so much from this. What is the next episode going to teach me? And who might they have on their show that I could learn from? And I just think it just adds so much more value. Um, And I also am more of an audio person because you can listen to the audio anywhere you are. Whereas I kind of looked suspicious if I was on my phone looking at Instagram in the middle, you know, just, I don't know. I just felt like podcasting was such more of a relatable content way of going about things. Um, And the one thing I love about it is that you take that podcast content and you can repurpose it into everything else. And so it's kind of like that long form content that just keeps going. And that's what I like about it. And you can get on someone's show and binge everything and see what they taught even a year ago. And I'm pretty sure I did that with everybody and just went back to months and months of content and, you know, look for titles that I was interested in or, oh my gosh, I learned about this this week and now I need to go find more on that. And so I just found that so valuable and that's what I want to, I just think it helped me so much. I want to keep helping others do that. And maybe they can reach more and more people like me who are looking for a way out of something. And they had that knowledge and value to, um, offer that advice. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And I I hear that all the time too. And I think even when you're first getting started with a podcast, it can feel like, okay, I'm I'm putting out these episodes and like you, I don't encourage you to like watch the numbers like crazy, but it can feel like, okay, like it's, it is a slow burn. It's not an overnight thing unless you already have like a a really big audience. Um, This, this is really something that's going to continue to nurture over time. And I love how you said like, it's, it's so much different than a story or a post. Like your that content is going to live on forever. It's searchable content. And I hear it from people all the time. Like I went back to the very beginning and I binged your episodes. And I have had my podcast now for three years. We have over 200 episodes. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot of Aubrey <laughs> in your earbuds. But it helps to build that no like, and trust so fast with people because here you are showing up for them week in and week out. Um, And I won't say that you're not asking anything from them because of course you want that podcast to be that funnel for people. You want to eventually, you know, guide people towards the things that you have to offer, but you're still giving really great value and really great content. And it's so much easier for somebody to say like, wow, like she has helped me so much for free every single week. Like, I really want to know about what she has to offer, what she, what more things I can do to learn from her, maybe in a deeper way or maybe in a one-on-one way um, that I hadn't before. So I, you know, I love podcasting. Clearly we have this podcast. So mm-hmm. 
I agree with everything you're saying. And I'm, I'm so excited for what you are offering now and that you found that thing for you too. I think um, that probably feels like a relief for you too, to know, like, I have this thing that now I'm super passionate about. And, you know, throughout the mastermind, we've been talking about how can we continue to grow this and what is this going to look like as you continue to grow your business, gain more clients? How are we going to package up your service in a way that makes great sense for you. So I've been so honored and humbled to watch that alongside with you. Um, I would love for you to share a little bit about the mastermind and what that was like for you, because I know um, you felt like you, I remember you reached out to me in DMs and you were like, I don't even know if this is for me or if I'm the right fit for it, but something is telling me that I need to at least like see this out and see if it could be for me. And I honestly felt like you were in such a great place because of how motivated you were and how ready you were to like take that next step. Because I'm sure for a lot of people, like they hear the word mastermind and they think, well, I have to be at a certain place in order to do that. So I would love to just kind of get your perspective on what being in the mastermind has been like for you. Of course, that's exactly what I was thinking is that I needed to be further along in my business. And I remember I was just feeling stuck. I didn't want to announce that I had a business. I didn't want to reach out to clients when I really didn't know what I was offering. And I did. I remember you, well, I had actually reached out to you before because I was, you had relaunched your course and you were very honest with me and you said, you're beyond this part, you're the prep. And then I think it was just a not too much longer, you announced that you were doing the mastermind. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, that's what I need. I need someone just always there to ask, answer my questions that I can ask questions to and have that support from a group. But I didn't think I was far enough along. I had one client. I wasn't really completely set on my offer yet, but I did. I reached out and I think I'd asked you, I'm not ready for mastermind, but do you have advice on a coach? And you were like, no, the mastermind is what you need. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm doing it. And I remember going to my husband and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I signed up for this mastermind. He's like, what's a mastermind? I'm like, I said, it's just group coaching. Okay. But I think that was the best thing I could have done because I went in, I had this foundation, but I didn't know what to do with it. And the mastermind just gave me all of the support and guidance and just kind of that my little cheerleaders in the background, we all had, we were all at different parts of our business, still are. And I believe I was the newest at it. And so it was good for me to hear the perspective of people who had been in it for way longer than me. And I know there was even times where others would be like, I, I lost a client that made this much. And I was like, I'll take it because <laughs> I didn't have that yet. And they had to remind me they'd been doing it much longer. And so that was good to see that perspective that everybody has to start. And I just believe this mastermind gave me that confidence. And I don't know that I would have ever figured it out. I don't, who knows what I'd be doing right now without it, but it was just good to have someone, many people to bounce ideas off of. And I just, I feel like I've made friends and we just, we all, are in this online world, whatever the space is together, and we just get each other. And that was just so comforting to know because my friends don't. They ask me what I'm doing now, and I'm like, um, I work online and I work with podcasters. <laughs> so it's just it's just been so amazing. And I would highly recommend it to anybody who's whether you're just starting or if you've been in it, if you have any ounce of I need 
some push or help, it's so worth it. Yeah. I said this, um, earlier on a, on another podcast episode that we did, like, I really don't know how it happened, but the group that came together, it was such a perfect fit. Like, and I've been a part of masterminds where you definitely will click with more people than others. And some people let their egos get in the way. Um, they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to say like, Hey, I'm stuck or Hey, I need help. But this group, for whatever reason, it, came together so beautifully and our personalities mesh so well. We're going to have our in-person retreat here in a couple months. And I know that it's going to feel like we've, like we've known each other for years. Like we're all going to get together like one big sleepover. Excited. I'm so excited for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm looking forward to that because it's going to be so cool to like, we've been on zoom and we've been in Voxer and we've been in our DMs all voice messaging and talking to each other. So it's going to be so cool to like, see each other in person. And yeah, I feel like we've known each other for so long. Well, we have, but yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. Yeah. I, I cannot wait for that. I, you know, you, you have this online job. I mean, do I, I don't really like that word job, but you know, that's what it is. And I agree mm-hmm. with you that people in your real life don't always get it. And so it's so nice to feel like you have this community, this support that's going to be there to uplift you. And I, I think the best part is, is like what you said, like that this is not something that's just, you know, for six months that you you're in this with these people and then everybody goes their separate ways. Like this is going to be something that can continue on. You have that continued support. You have people who will be able to refer people your way and you'll be able to do the same. And so it's just been so awesome to see, um, to be that cheerleader for all of you and to be that support. So I've loved it. I've loved having you a part of that, everybody a part of it. It's been so great to watch your growth. And I know so many more exciting things are coming your way. If in just, you know, a little under two months, this is what you've accomplished. This is what you've done. Settled on your service that you're going to be offering. Gain those clients. Marketing yourself. Feeling more confident in what you're doing and feeling like you finally found your thing. Like I know just from here on out, it's going to be continued success for you. So I want to give you a chance to let everybody know where they can learn more about you, um, what what you offer if they're looking to start a podcast, how they can get connected with you to learn more. Absolutely. So I offer podcast launches and I am looking into starting more of a VIP route. So that's coming soon. Um, And I offer monthly management. So anything from editing to show notes to guesting on podcasts. So um, my website is allisonnitch.com and you can also find me on Instagram at allisonnitch. Perfect. We will link all that up and I can attest and speak on Allison's behalf. She helped me with the podcast and she went above and beyond and she's just amazing. So I know that anybody, any clients that she has that she supports, she's going to have that same effect on them and their business and their podcast. So definitely get connected with her. And thanks again, Allison, for coming on the show today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Aubrey. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.